Welcome to the Brisbane Property Podcast with your hosts, Melinda and Scott Jennison from Streamline Property Buyers, your local Brisbane property specialists. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Brisbane Property Podcast. My name is Scott Jennison. I'm the Acquisitions Manager here at Streamline Property Buyers, and it's market update time. Welcome back, everybody. We always know uh, that market update episodes are very popular with our audience, so thank you for for joining us once again. We look forward to bringing you all of the latest data and also reporting on what we have been seeing here on the ground. So busy weekend here last weekend, and and the weather's warming up for those people that, that wanted the update of the weather from me. Um, it feels a little bit summery um, and it's we're still in springtime and, and for those viewers that are watching, Melinda's got the uh, the summer look on today um, to, to look bright and summery. So um, <laughs> spring season, I've got my spring top spring on. Spring bling. So yeah, look very exciting out and about in the weekend. It was it was very busy. Our team at Streamline were out and about all over Brisbane, um, covering the market, seeing how many people are out, some, how many shoes are sitting outside and, and how many people are looking at property. So it was very, very busy. Um, and I think the information and the data you'll have here, which is obviously last month's, um, it will reflect that definitely. And when we talk about last month, we're talking about the data up to the end of August. So already uh, we are a number of weeks into September. And what I can say with absolute certainty is the CoreLogic Hedonic Home Value Index, which tracks daily data movements, is showing the same rate of increase for September. So even though we are reporting on the data up to the end of August, this data seems to be still relevant based on the daily tracking indicators that we look at on a day-by-day basis. So everything is going to be relevant and up to date. And Brisbane regained its position as the fastest growing capital city market across all of Australia. It absolutely has. And that may come as a surprise to many people who have not been on the ground here in Brisbane. When we look at the monthly growth, Brisbane is leading the pack once again for capital city markets. And when we also look at the quarterly growth, Brisbane is now ahead of all other major capital cities around Australia. So it is being driven by low listing volumes combined with a more concentrated level of buyer demand. So what we mean by that is that we do have historically low listing volumes still here in Brisbane. That is different to other markets around Australia. But at the same time, the number of buyers that are looking at properties is becoming more concentrated. So a similar number of buyers but fewer properties simply means that there's more buyers per property and that is the driving force behind price pressure or upward uh, price movement. And and Brisbane, I mean, since the market bottomed out, we've had a gain of about 6.6%, which is quite amazing. People look back and say, oh, the market did drop but it, you know, you look at how much it went up. Um, it softened a little bit, but definitely we've had some really strong gains. Since Absolutely, then. and and look, second behind Sydney since the bottom of the market, if you like. Sydney's had eight point eight percent growth since it hit the bottom of the market. But at the same time, other markets have actually flatlined. So, for example, Hobart values have remained unchanged since they stabilised in April, and the Australian Capital Territory values have only increased one percent across the same period of time. So, markets within markets. As we always say, Australia is certainly not one property market. Here in Brisbane even is not one property market, even though we are reporting on the Brisbane market as a whole in terms of the data. We know, and if you are a regular listener, you will also know that Brisbane has a number of markets within the markets um, of of Greater Brisbane as well. And you mentioned listing numbers. Um, So where are we sitting now when when you look at new listings and, and total listings? New listings in Brisbane uh, were down 15.6% 
um, last month compared to the same period 12 months prior. And this is CoreLogic data. The same data also confirmed that total listings or the total number of properties available for sale were down 22.3% across the 12 month period. So uh, this is the same data or rather it's the same trend that's being reported by SQM Research and we always like to report on the different data sets. So SQM Research have also showed fewer new end total listing volumes year on year. But this data also confirmed that listings declined from July 2023 to August 2023. So across a single month in Brisbane, new listings, that's new properties listed for sale, less than 30 days on market, were down slightly uh, from 7,250 to 7,208. And total listings also reduced from 17,692 to 17,650. So stock is absolutely tight. There's no doubt about that. And buyers are really feeling the pinch on the ground. Yeah, they definitely they definitely are. And it's it's amazing the amount of people, and I will shout out to people that um, Paul stopped uh, stopped me at an auction the other day. Hello, Paul, um, and, and say g'day. And, and we also have, I shout out to Ben the other week. He's, he still sort of drops us messages occasionally. So I'm glad people are listening. People tapping on the shoulder, um, asking questions at auctions, um, wanting to know what we're seeing and how the market's going. So this gives you an indication like those people are a little bit feeling the pinch, the buyers, um, because that those stock eats very, very low and, and the buyers do want help and they want to know what's going on. And I wanted to report this month on some results from the Australian Property Investor Sentiment Report for quarter two, quarter two 2023. This is a survey that's been conducted by the Australian Property Investment Magazine. This confirmed that 31% of all investors across Australia think that Queensland offers the best investment prospects for the future. So this is why we're seeing that pressure on prices. We're seeing that demand shift uh, because investors genuinely genuinely think Brisbane offers some uh, good investment prospects. The same results also revealed that 71.8% of property investors expect property prices to continue to increase. So there's a lot of optimism amongst property vet investors. Uh, that are already in the market looking to buy. So it seems buyers who do have the capacity to purchase are still very active in the market and they're getting in before prices keep escalating. Yeah, definitely we are seeing that one. Um, people that can afford to. Um, and as, as we talk about your conditions and things like that when you're making offers on property, um, very important when it comes to, to securing property. And and as people people do ask us, you know, what's happening, this information that we're sharing, I mean, we're not making this up just because we are Brisbane locals. Um, it's the information that we actually, the surveys find out and we just report on it, so. One thing I will note also is that first home buyers are feeling the pinch. It's not just here in Queensland, this is all across Australia. In fact, um, the first home buyers are making up a smaller portion of housing finance commitments here in Queensland. Investors, however, they're maintaining the same proportion of um, finance commitments sitting at about 34.7%. So the number of first home buyers is gradually shrinking month on month, but the number of investors is staying relatively stable. So that's an indication of investment activity um, being maintained in the market. And I guess off the back of last week's podcast, where we spoke to Nicola McDougall, the chair of the Property Investment Professionals of Australia, and, and she released the number of uh, or the volume of people that have been selling out of the Queensland market, and that came through from their survey results. Um, it is reassuring to know that investment activity on the buy side has been maintained according to those finance commitments. So 
although that, that a lot of investment stock is shrinking because of sellers selling out, there's still investors that are looking to get in. And, and obviously with the information we've shared above, it's obviously, it's still affordable. So, I mean, why, why are people still affording, looking to Brisbane and why are they ranking it so high in the investment side of it? It is still affordable. Um, and we're, we're obviously getting that population growth. It's still happening up here. People are still moving up to Brisbane. Um, and, and obviously volumes, volumes are down a little bit as well on sales. Yeah, sales volumes are down 19.9% in Brisbane across the last 12 months. In part, that is due to the fact that there's simply been fewer properties available for sale. So if there's fewer properties in the market, um, the number of transactions in the market also uh, tends to trend downwards. I don't think it's due to a willingness of buyers because as we've reported multiple times on our podcast, the number of buyers on every property that we look to buy uh, consistently remains high, whether that's under multiple offer or under uh, auction bidding conditions. Um, in fact, the average auction clearance rate in Brisbane, according to Apollo Auctions data, was 68% throughout August, and that was slightly higher than the preceding two months. So on average, there were 3.8 registered bidders at each auction across Brisbane throughout August as well. So that's a small increase from the months prior also. So very strong activity in the auction market in Brisbane. Finally, I'll say that there's a lot of uh, confident bidders out there. So of those who had registered to bid at auction throughout August, 63.35% actually held their paddle up and, and raised their paddle to bid. So again, strong numbers across Brisbane um, in auction data. Yeah, and the auctions that we attended, um, the team here at Streamline that we attended over the weekend, I think out of all of them, I think there was probably one that didn't didn't sell um, that we actually attended. Obviously, we can't get to every auction going around, um, but most of that, you know, all those properties really strong. The last one on Saturday afternoon that both um, you and I went to, Melinda, there was, I think by memory, and I would have to check on the uh, the data we collected in house, but I think there was eight people actually bidding mm. um, at that auction. So that was really strong. You, you know, when you get eight people putting the paddle up. That's a very, very strong market um, and very, very competitive market at that sort of things. Well, it means seven people are still buyers mm -hmm. in the market looking for something very similar. And unfortunately, we just are not getting the listings to support that level of demand in, in many of the pockets around Brisbane. Of course, um, interest rates, they're still on hold. And I think that that's giving a little more optimism to buyers. Uh, we know inflation has passed its peak as well. And the monthly CPI indicators for July showed further declines, which is also in line with what the predictions showed. So all of this provides for more positive sentiment in general, um, and they do play a role in shaping buyer sentiment here in Brisbane. And we're certainly seeing that on the ground through our weekly reporting of buyer volumes. So dwelling values. If we jump into dwelling values, and again, as, as people, if you're a new listener, um, dwellings, this is all over Greater Brisbane. Um, we'll break it down into houses and into units, but dwelling values increased 1.5% in August. That's right. Across the month, 1.5% growth, and that did stamp Brisbane's position as the fastest growing capital city market across all of Australia. Uh, when we look at all other capital cities, Brisbane was in front, and that's for both monthly and quarterly growth. So the quarterly growth in Brisbane 4.2%. So that it has edged now slightly in front of Sydney, which is in second place at 3.8% quarterly growth. If I can just quantify that, because a lot of buyers that we work with, when we talk about the rate of growth in Brisbane, it makes more sense when we actually quantify that. If you're working with a budget of $1 million and the market has shifted 4.2% in the last three months, 
that is $42,000 of market shift. So you can divide that by three to work out the monthly change in property values. And that is significant. So when it comes to negotiating a price on a property, if we are talking four or $5,000 of difference between where a buyer and seller sit, that could be less than one or two weeks of growth at this current rate of growth. Really important for buyers to keep that in mind when you are in an appreciating market. And that's greater Brisbane too, by the way. You break that down suburb by suburb, mm. that can change dramatically. Um, so it's something to be very, very aware of. The way the market is going at the moment, if you're shopping in certain areas, you need to know what's actually happening in that local area to understand what it'll probably be, the way things are trending at the moment and the way it has, um, what it will probably be next month or how much you need to save for next month. So the um, I think you touched on there the median price, um, $747,626 for dwellings in Brisbane. And this is actually 37% higher than pre-COVID levels. And we, we use that pre-COVID as a baseline because we know in that post-COVID boom, we had very strong growth and then the the numbers fell back a little bit and we've recovered most of that that growth already so 37 percent uh since pre-covid so if you had held a property prior to january 2020 you've got some very very strong equity in your property here in brisbane and just to confuse people a little bit the prop track um a little bit different 0.27 percent um and that's a median price of seven hundred and fifty two thousand dollars that's right. And prop tracker showing that Brisbane has, has actually hit a new peak in dwelling values um, and 4.19% has been the annual growth in dwelling values according to prop track data. So both data sets indicating positive growth throughout August. The core logic data showing slightly more positive growth than the prop track data, but both on a positive upward trend. This section, we this section's changed a little bit, and it's fun. I mean, I think last uh, last market update we saw the top twenty five percent of values um, leading the way. I know that there was change, and that flipped around a little bit. Obviously, going back months and months ago, um, but that, that it's still that top top twenty five percent, which is leading the way in price growth. It is, and um, there's been some updated data since the blog post associated with the data that we're reporting has been published on our website. Uh, we do know that four point. 5% was the top end of the property market's um, three-month growth and 3.9% was the, the lowest 25% of property values, uh, the growth in that segment of the market. The, the difference between the two has closed slightly, but it still now is the top end of the market leading the growth. So it is important for buyers to keep that in mind if you are looking in an area where median values are or the value of the property you're looking at is above the median value for Brisbane, because if you are shopping in the top 25% of property values, it has grown at a faster rate than the median values that we've just quoted, generally speaking. So that's important for you to understand. So we break it down in the housing market um, and we've seen Brisbane jump 1.6%. This is core logic, 1.6% uh, up in the month. Yeah, really strong growth in the housing sector of the market in Brisbane throughout August, and that puts quarterly growth at 4.3%. So again, housing markets here in Brisbane lead growth throughout all capital city markets around Australia. So if we compare the growth here in Brisbane across the month at 1.6%, um, in other capital city markets such as Sydney, 1.1%, Melbourne, 0.6%. So still strong growth here in Brisbane. Quarterly growth, 4.3%. Compare that to Sydney at 4.1% and Melbourne at 1.5%. So again, really strong growth in Brisbane. And surprisingly, um, it, it does mean that a lot of the losses of the last 12 months have, have been recovered because the market has regained the, the median value growth so quickly. So that's something for buyers to keep in mind. The bottom of the market is behind us. Those that have been trying to time the bottom, um, you definitely missed it. 
And the median price for, for housing, $832,247, which is a rise of uh, 12415 on that median value. So you can do, as we as we said earlier, you can do your own maths on that one. Um, if you're looking at that 1.6%, um, for example, in the month on a million dollar, um, you've got to do your maths to add up how much you're going to add onto it next month if you keep shopping in that area. Yeah, it's really um, important for buyers to understand the direction of the market and the actual price movement on a month to month basis, because this is what's happening on the ground and you will keep missing out. There's now an opportunity cost of missing out based on the rate of market growth that we're seeing. PropTrack data also confirmed positive growth, uh, growth for Brisbane houses throughout August. So that increase showing a trend of 0.27%, not as pronounced for housing in the PropTrack data as it was in the CoreLogic data. Again, it's meant to report the same thing. Both trends are positive, and that's what we take from this data set. Unit market. Um, units have up 1.1%, um, for the, and the quarterly is up 3.8%. Yeah, so again, Brisbane's been the strongest performing capital city market over the last three months for units, and the median value for a unit in Greater Brisbane is now $526,159, which is $5,813 more than last month. Median uh, growth in the unit market in Brisbane over the last 12 months has shown 5.9% um, change. So unit markets have definitely outperformed the housing market when we look at 12 month data, but we're starting to see the housing market outperform the unit market when we look at the three month data tracking. So these are all trends we like to track in house. And prop track, we've got an increase there of 0.32% to a median price of $561,000. And the prop track data is showing annual growth in the unit segment of the market at 6.98%. Again, so strong growth in that segment of the market, according to prop track. So for the investor side of it, um, obviously investors buying property and renting them out. Um, as we've talked about and we did last week, we talked a little bit about that investor side when we had Nicola on the podcast. But the rental market, it, it's still very, very, very tight. Um, it's there's, there's not much to rent really out there, is there? No, that's right. And uh, for three months, we saw the SQM rental vacancy rates remaining consistent at 1%. They did drop back to 0.9% in August. So a further tightening in the number of properties that are available for rent. And we, we've spoken about the rental crisis in Brisbane on a number of previous episodes. There simply is not a lot of stock available to rent. And that's why we're seeing that upward pressure on prices. Of course, rental vacancy rates are different in different suburbs and different locations around the city. So for example, Petrie in the Moreton Bay region, the vacancy rates there are currently at 0.4%. Capera in the uh, inner west locations of Brisbane or the inner northwest, 0.6% vacancy. Other areas have also experienced slightly higher rental vacancy rates. For example, Dara is sitting at 1.6% and Cinnamon Park is sitting at 2.4%. These are just random um, suburbs that we've picked just to explain the diversity that does exist even when within Greater Brisbane, because when we talk about a capital city market of being uh, a rental vacancy of 0.9%, that's aggregated information. It doesn't imply that every part of the city will have a similar vacancy rate. And it is important that you understand at a local level what is happening if you are a property investor looking to get into the market. And, and we've started to see a slight um, rent price. It's eased a little bit month on month. Yes, rent prices in Brisbane, uh, when we look at the 12 month change are up 6.9% in the housing segment of the market and in the unit segment of the market, it's up 15.4%. So 
we have actually seen the rate of price growth start to lose momentum, although the direction of rental prices is still up. It's, it's not as aggressively increasing now. So if we jump back, sorry, um, on the vacancy rates, if you want to break down some um, areas. Yeah, so of course we talk about vacancy rates in, in different suburbs. I mentioned a few suburbs, uh, but let's talk about the, the different areas. Beanley Corridor currently sitting at 0.7%. So that's dropped from July where it was 0.9%. So getting tighter there. Brisbane CBD, it's currently at 1.4%. Uh, for the last two months prior, it was 1.2%. So that's had a small spike throughout August. East Brisbane, it's been sitting at 1% for the last three months. So very tight vacancy there. Inner Brisbane sitting at 1.1%. That's up slightly from last month when it was 1%. The Ipswich region, uh, you'll remember in previous podcasts, we were watching that region trend upwards. Uh, it hit a peak in May at 1.5%. Now it's dropped back down to 1.1%. So there's no ongoing vacancy concern there. That was trending up, but it is starting to trend down again. Northern Brisbane sitting at 0.8%. That was previously 0.9% in July. Southeast Brisbane, it's 1.1%. That's the same as last month. So no change throughout the Southeast Brisbane region. Southern Brisbane, 1%. That's been consistent over the last three months. And Western Brisbane, 0.9%. That's down further tightening from last month when it was just sitting at 1%. So the, the city, Brisbane CBD, 1.4%. I do remember, and I, I think I'd talk about this one a little bit, the city but at 14%. Um, you, we've dropped a zero, a dot in there in the middle of that one and the four, and uh, it's very, very, very tight, as you can see. And obviously, you know, people people need places to go. Um, so if you've got an investment property, I think you'll um, you won't have a problem getting a tenant in Brisbane, that's for sure. That's right. And while there's so much talk around, you know, investors have been leaving the market. We now know that there's still a consistent volume of investors getting finance ready to enter the market. We're certainly seeing some strong investment inquiry through our own uh, books, through through the people that inquire through for the services that we offer here at Streamline Property Buyers. Uh, but there's plenty of opportunity out there for investors to, to be in a market that not only has the prospects for future growth, but also has the, the prospects for future rental uh, price growth as well. So the yields will continue to improve, improve and increase over time. Yeah, definitely make sure you buy in the, buy in the right locations too. Um, so a bit of a summary, very, very tight market. Um, we, obviously there's, as, as we said, there's a, a, a lot less, less stock and a lot more buyers. That, that's probably a little bit of a summary of it. It is, that's, that's, a, that's Brisbane in a nutshell at the moment. There's a, a huge imbalance basically between the number of properties available for sale and the number of interested buyers. And that's apparent through most of the pockets that we do purchase within. We are very active within the Brisbane City Council area that we're not buying out in Ipswich, Logan, or in the northern parts of, of Moreton Bay or in Redlands. So we are unsure exactly what's happening in the outer areas of, of greater Brisbane, but certainly in the inner areas and the middle ring locations, very low stock and very high demand. Probably one thing I do notice, and this is something we, we can touch on a little bit, is because of the current situation where we're seeing low stock, high demand, people wanting to buy into the properties, people, buyers are a little bit unsure. Mm. It's probably something we're really noticing is that buyers are becoming frustrated and they're probably very confused at what value they're seeing or what properties um, should be valued at. I mean, there's no, there's no bargains. There's no low ball bargains trying to, you know, score things. I don't hear these people talking about buying under market value and everything. Um, what you pay is the market value. Um, so 
that's probably one big thing we've really, really noticed is people are a little bit unsure um, what things are worth. Yeah, they are. I think that they're confused. They're frustrated. Um, they, they're not sure about value given we had recent price falls and now we've had this rapid recovery. In fact, I was overhearing a buyer speak to a sales agent recently at an open home two weekends ago and the property was listed for sale by auction and the buyer was inquiring about the price. And of course, here in Queensland, the agent has no obligation and in fact, it's illegal for the agent to provide a price guide for an auction campaign. So the agent was referring that buyer to some recent comparable sales and the buyer was becoming quite agitated towards the sales agent because they really wanted the agent to give them more information. So for some buyers, I think it's very difficult for them to get an understanding of value when they don't understand that the, the sales agent often is, is not able to give that information. So it really does come down to making sure you have the ability to do your own research. And instead of asking the agent for a price guide, ask the agent for some recent comparable sales that you can then look at to determine the value of the property uh, off the basis of some of the recent sales that have occurred in the area, because that is the only information that a lot of agents will give you to help you formulate an idea of what the price might be. And I guess the other part that people are getting a bit frustrated by um, is that lack of stock. Um, mm. You know, what else is out there? What else is coming to the market? Um, look, we are, we hear agents talking about it, saying that, you know, that they think there might be more coming. But um, look, until that actually happens, we're yet to see it. Um, so we, I think we, at the moment we're basing it on low stock. Yeah, and, and of course, in school holidays, and we have two weeks of school holidays at the moment here in Queensland, a lot of the time we do see vendors hold off on listing their properties for sale in the school holiday period. And we expect potentially that there will be a slowdown in the new listings that do become available in the next couple of weeks. But hopefully early October, we'll see that trend reverse and anyone that has been holding back their property uh, by you know, not putting it on the market will bring those properties to the market early in October. So if you're a buyer, be ready for that period. We expect that's when we'll see more listings than we will within the next couple of weeks. It is important to understand though that because of the high levels of competition, uh, there is an increasing sense of urgency back in the market. So we are seeing a lot of those properties sell very quickly once again. If you are not ready to buy after that first open home, it is possible that you might just miss out. There are a lot of buyers that are ready to act very quickly after that first open home. We're seeing offers go in. We're seeing multiple offers play out same day. So you need to be ready to act quickly. And my greatest piece of advice is to ask the agent what their process is going to be before you actually physically inspect the property or at the very latest at that property inspection. So that if you have genuine interest in the property, the agent is aware so that they will contact you before they actually close offers so that you don't miss out. Yes, yeah, sometimes it's not unusual for us to be negotiating um, on a Saturday night. Um, but that's what we do for our clients. Not unusual. Um, I feel that's common at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we do for our clients because um, that's you know, that's what we're here for, to help our clients out. So obviously the, the, the big question which everyone does ask as well, what's going to happen in the future? Look, in the immediate future, it, that's all we can really talk about because we know the immediate future is what we are seeing on the ground right now. And at the moment, we cannot see any price uh, stabilization or price falls simply because there's low stock and high demand. And when you have that level of pressure in the market, you will continue to see 
prices increase. Long-term, of course, nobody wants to predict what's likely to happen long-term. That's going to be dependent on the interest rate cycle, whether inflation comes back into the target band quickly or whether that um, remains sticky for longer. And of course, the overall economic environment. But so far, when we're looking in the immediate future, uh, we do expect property values in Brisbane to continue to escalate, the rate of which um, becomes the unknown factor. Yep. And um, as we always say, it's beautiful up here. People, no, no wonder people want to move up here because it is affordable. And it's a beautiful place to live, especially when it, the warm weather's starting to hit us now. We're coming towards summer, as we touched on at the start. Before we wrap up, it's, this is a question that I get a lot when I'm speaking to potential buyers that, that are looking to partner with us. They'll, they'll ask, why is it that Brisbane is different? Why is it that Brisbane has such low stock at the moment? And it is a difficult question to answer, but I will have a go at answering it here on the podcast. What we're finding is that a lot of sellers are reluctant to sell their property without certainty. Normally a seller becomes a buyer, especially a seller that's looking to upgrade their home if they are a home buyer selling out. So every seller becomes a buyer and buyers also want certainty. Because there's such low stock, the, every seller uh, finds it difficult to actually find the right property to buy. So they don't want to be displaced and therefore they're reluctant to sell in a market where there's very little stock to choose from in order to buy. Where there is opportunity is if you are an investor and you're able to offer some flexible rent back options or an extended settlement period, you solve the problem for the seller in that they have somewhere to stay while they continue to look and search in the market for their next home. The other issue that we're finding here in Brisbane at the moment is that for a lot of sellers who may sell before they buy, they would often go into the rental market for a period of six to 12 months in the interim. And of course, at the moment, because we've got such a tight rental market, that option also becomes uh, a little bit uncertain for those sellers as well, because they're struggling to find quality rental properties in an area that they want to or need to live. So this is one of the reasons why we are seeing a reluctance of sellers to put their property on the market. And this could be contributing to the reason why we have some low listing volumes across the city. From the agents we're speaking to, there's certainly a willingness to sell from some people, not because they're forced sellers, but because they're naturally wanting to take that next step and upgrade their homes. But this is the big problem that a lot of sellers are facing. And, and we believe it's it's a part of the, the reason why listing volumes are so low. Well, that's our market update for, for this uh, month. Um, I hope that's been entertaining and, and educational um, for everyone. Um, we will have some great guests coming up on our podcast and hopefully we keep sharing a lot of information that adds value to people and helps people out when they're looking to buy property. Um, so as usual, I will let Melinda wrap it up and until next week, thanks very much for listening and bye for now. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of the Brisbane Property Podcast. We always enjoy our market update episodes because it helps you understand what we are seeing on the ground. And of course, we are ahead of the data. We're helping you understand what the data is going to show next month. As always, if you have enjoyed this episode, please share the episode with your friends and families. Tell people that the Brisbane Property Podcast is the place to go for information relative or relevant to the Brisbane property market. If you enjoy our content, please don't forget to leave us a review and we look forward to speaking with you again next week. Thank you so much for your time. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning in today. Please remember everything we have spoken about on this podcast is general in nature and we always recommend that you obtain independent advice in relation to your specific circumstances. If you liked today's episode, don't forget to subscribe or leave us a review on iTunes and of course tell your friends about us. 
If you would like to get in contact, please visit www.brisbanepropertypodcast.com.au or email us at info at brisbanepropertypodcast.com.au. Feel free to send in any questions and we will try to answer them in future episodes.